Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 134 of Suicide Squad. And it starts with credits and ends with credits, but we're not really talking about minute number 134 of Suicide Squad. Today we're going to be talking about uh, one comic. Oh no, I'm sorry. We're talking about the Task Force... Oh, Here we go again. 134 episodes in. Still can't do it. We'll never be able to do it. The Task Force X episode of Justice League Unlimited. Um, that was the... Fourth uh, episode of season two. Of fourth, ep- fourth episode of season two of the Justice League Unlimited Unlimited series. If you count it all as one show, it's season five. Season five of Justice League Animated. Yes, Mark. Um, this, I believe, came out in what, 2004, 2006? May 21st, 2005. 2005. Dang, like, I was just right in between right there. when Revenge of the Sith came out. Yes. It doesn't seem like that. It would seem like something older, but it's at the same time. Man, that's that's really wild for me to think because I remember when Justice League Unlimited first aired and I thought it was just a um, TV movie type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I had a baseball game that night and I remember having to find a blank VHS tape and record it off of the VHS like recorder that we had. So I recorded it off the television And you remember that being the same time that... No, I remember that being in, uh, you know, the the mid-2000-aughts. Yeah. I just remember that time period. And now that you said Revenge of the Sith, it was like, yes, I saw Revenge of the Sith for the third time on Scott's birthday, which was May 19th, and that was in 2005. Very strange. It's very strange. I just just do remember... um, being so into Justice League and all these things, and I remember Unlimited airing in that first episode, I didn't think it was a season show. I thought it was just a one episode, like a one movie, one night thing. So I remember recording it and watching it and being severely underwhelmed because I didn't know it wasn't going to have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman in it. I didn't know it was going to be Supergirl, Green Arrow, and whoever the hell else was, uh, Captain Atom, and they were fighting a giant robot, and it was just a 30-minute show, and I was so disappointed that I like took the time out to find this VHS tape and like set the clock and like record it. And then I realized, oh, this was a whole new television show. Okay, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. It is a very um this was the Pandora's box for this whole DC universe. This this idea about the DC universe really comes from this show this justice league unlimited show we had always had our justice league mm-hmm. and we always said oh this is the justice league mm-hmm. just league unlimited was like we're going to have episodes that are just about supergirl martian Man Hunter, the reserve team green arrow and yeah. captain adam and then we're gonna have vigilante and and you get like monitor duty episodes and yes. it's like oh this is this is really cool they had already established in the Justice League cartoon, they had already established the uh, the space station as the Hall of Justice, mm-hmm. so they were doing business out of there. But still, in Justice League Animated, the TV show, it was always just Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Every episode. Yes. Just the three mm-hmm. of them doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Flash and Martian Manhunter and Hawkgirl and stuff like that were in it, but it was like predominantly the three of them. It was yeah. really cool to k- take a look at 
the reserve team. Like I'm, I'm in the first episode, it was Batman addressing everybody on the Watchtower, and it was like, "Hey, we're this big now." Like, yes, the three of us got other things to do. We're doing the actual Justice League A-list stuff. You guys still have to be on duty. Like this is mm-hmm. this is your job. Yeah, and I do remember like there's times where um, Green Lantern John Stewart's saying stuff, and he's talking like Vixen, and they're saying like. My shift doesn't end until this time. Do you want to go out for dinner last yeah, like Vixen that night? Vixen was the other stuff. big character. Yeah, from Unlimited, mm-hmm. that was like, oh, Green Lantern and Hawk Girl had the falling out, mm-hmm. and then Vixen came and in. Vixen, and yeah. I was like, that's when we were like, oh, DC Universe, yeah, shared universe, yeah. And it, this is the show that Johnny fell in love with. Like Johnny's love for DC stuff comes from, comes from Un- Unlimited? Unlimited because. It was this whole big world, and mm-hmm. she got into like the DC Universe online game. She was like, "Oh wow, it's like Power Girls here, but also like Zatanna's there." And like mm-hmm. Zatanna was another one where it was like Magician Girl, mm-hmm. like sign me up kind of thing. And so, Justice League Unlimited is the big love letter to DC fans, where they go, "Oh, you love Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman? Like, there's more. Mm-hmm. There's like this whole world." And so. Yeah, this is the the show that got a lot of people to invest. Mm-hmm. Black Canary um, was also really big. It was Black Canary Black and Canary. Green Arrow. And the big payoff sometimes was the fact that when the main uh, Justice League members... The seven, the big yeah, seven. When they do get included into an episode, it's a big deal because you'll have the roulette episode, which is like the gladiator and the underground like uh, battle royale um matches that they would have um and you had all the female superheroes fighting each other oh yeah the the fight yeah i remember the wrestling episode yeah and then roulette was like i Mm -hmm. also have wonder woman and then they were all like uh yeah what and so they had to fight wonder woman and it was like a big deal because she's op she's Mm -hmm. she's she's strong she's out of this world strong um but we're going a little bit further into no, the No, but that's season. how we get Task Force X because we're expanding this universe of DC properties and they were like, well, what about the Suicide Squad? So that's how we get Task Force X in this kind of shared animated universe. And Task Force X is, for a lot of people, it's their first introduction mm-hmm. ever to uh, this kind of franchise within the DC universe. I'm pretty sure it was mine. When I saw it on television. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't mine. <laughs> no? My first exposure to the Suicide Squad was the New 52. Okay. That was me going... Now, what drew you to that? Why did you see that in... It was we were in Epic? critically acclaimed. And because really? New 52 was such a hot commodity that everyone was buying books, that that was the one being promoted. So Were you getting it in weeklies? Because we would go to Epic and we would get all the New 52s. And... Um, I started with weeklies for... The any not weeklies, monthlies, I guess. Yeah, uh, any of the pools, I I was mm-hmm. getting the any any Robin, mm-hmm. you know, Nightwing, Red Hood, and the Outlaws, Teen Titans, and Batman and Robin. Those were the ones I was getting. And then when Suicide Squad put out their first volume, I said, "Done deal. They're Can making it. a film about it. I'll pick it up and I will read it." So As I, Rick Ross would say, "Done deal." <laughs> so, uh. For a lot of people, this is their first exposure to the Suicide Squad if they didn't read the books in the 80s already. Um, And in this one, 
Floyd Lawton is being held in Bell Rev already, much like he is in the 2016 film. And Amanda Waller recruits him. And who else joins the team? We get uh, Plastique, who can, I guess she can make explosives out of her, like, body, right? Doesn't she, like... Sure. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm confusing Plastique with... Um, ink? Ink. From, yeah, Batman, from Beyond. Batman Beyond. I am, yeah. too. I really am. Uh, Captain Boomerang, the Clock King, and I think that's it. Was Shade not? No, he was a part of the Legion of Doom in that series. Yeah, he was on Lex's team. Whoa. Scroll City over here, Mark. Sorry, I just wanted to look up this. You can edit this out, but I just wanted to see, you know, who was all in it. And yet it is. Uh, yeah, so you get you get you got a Rick Flag. You got a Floyd Lawton dead shot. You got a vigilante. Is that right? Vigilante's in it. Um, oh, but but they're just like watchtower people. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the antagonists of the story, where Task Force X would be the protagonist. Your antagonists are going to be John Stewart, John Jones, aka Martian Manhunter, and Green Lantern, respectively. Um, Captain Adam and uh, Vigilante. So. The the people who have become the major cast for Justice League Unlimited mm-hmm. are we're in this in this episode yeah and they're defending the Watchtower because the Task Force X is going to infiltrate it to steal information from a Justice League member who's actually leaking the information um, and so Amanda Waller has a mole <clears throat> in the um, in the facility. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, as I was trying to talk, I was in my head thinking. So we talk about Star Trek a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Justice League to Justice League Unlimited is almost like our Star Trek Next Generation and then moving on to Deep Space Nine where it was like the second <laughs> cast of characters that you're not used to knowing, like Captain Sisko and, and stuff like that. So there is that's why we have John Jones and Captain Adam and Supergirl. It's like... It's almost like B team. Mm-hmm. It's like the other team that you don't really know as well. Oh, these are well in the first episode of Unlimited. They're not even B team. The group that we followed, they're like F team. Yeah, because like that's um, Kara Zor El is new, and Superman's Very like new. you can't leave this place. You gotta you gotta learn your powers and stuff. And Green Arrow. Green Arrow was like he's very dude. Aware. You're yeah. He's aware that he, I mean he, he's Batman. Uh, he's yeah, but he was put on there to keep everybody in check. He knows that he is like B list. But yeah. it was like, yo, you're on the F team now. And he's like, what? He, Excuse he me? He was like, he didn't make the Justice League cut. And he was like. "It's." I mean, it's just, he's just the Batman. It's just, And I'm sure Batman realized that you and I are on the same wave- wavelength. I need someone I can trust to be in charge of these mm-hmm. F teams. Like, you go do that. Captain Adam was the Superman aspect of it. But yeah. since he's being so unstable and unstable God Superman. knows what could happen if you just rip his suit a little bit. Yeah. You know, he's he's just like. Heavy, head, heavy hitter, but unpredictable, Stable. unstable. Yeah, I like so unstable, yeah. Can't do it. Um, yeah, so like you got like, they're not B team, they're F team. <laughs> Vigilante's also on it as well. So what they need to do is they need to infiltrate the Justice League uh, Watchtower, mm-hmm. which they do so by impersonating the staff. Yeah. And by staff, I mean not superheroes, just 
the workers, the engineers. I do remember in the episode, like, they get all the gear on and they have to go to, like, the transporter zone and, like, it's in, like, a cornfield or something. Yes. And they're meeting up with other, like, engineers that are there for the day, which is such a crazy concept, but it's, like, it feels like it's much needed. Because you have a space station, you got to have these engineers. You can't just have, like, costume freaks that only, A, know how to punch up people or, B, just be misfits. Like, they don't know how to work spacecrafts. Yeah, it's like Mr. Terrific would just be like, I'm not here to fight crime. I'm here to build tech mm-hmm. that Bruce Wayne needs for this one. Yeah, exactly. Um, they also did it in, um, I believe, uh, Young Justice. They have, like, regular workers that use the Zeta tubes. Right? Am I am I correct in that thinking? Is that the Zeta Project, the, the TV show? I don't know what that is. You don't, you don't remember that animated series? Zeta Project? It's part of the Timverse, so... Some no. yeah, there was like um, Batman the animated series, the New Adventures of Batman and Robin, Static X, Batman Beyond, and then there was Zeta Project. No, I know that Zeta is a thing from DC Comics, like that whole idea mm-hmm. and that technology to use that alien tech to transport and stuff like yeah. that is a DC Comics thing. But there was a show called the Zeta Project. What was it about? Who uh, who was it? I'll ha- we'll have to look it up after, but it was very much in the same universe as all of this yeah and it was a very short-lived show i think it was like one season but it was called the zeta project okay i'll have to look it up it's like i think it's more closer to the same neighborhood as static x mm-hmm. um there was something else that they high said school kind of thing yeah they they this was a recent discovery of mine where they used that the zeta logic and the zeta technology and something else and i was like oh that's from young justice oh that just like exists in dc comics now mm-hmm. i can't remember what it was but it was something it was just you know zeta particles or whatever yeah um so the yeah the first phase of their infiltration um is that they ambush a group of staff four staff members um and they use their likeness to get teleported up to the watchtower um and then they start to hack the computer basically um, and then Shining Knight, Vigilante, and Atom Smasher find out, and then they fight them for a bit. Um, and then, like, Rick Flag takes control of a robot called the Annihilator, and they, mm-hmm. like, fight the Justice League members uh, still. Um, and then Flag turns over the Annihilator to Amanda Waller and also Tala of Project Cadmus. Um and and so basically task force x is victorious in this episode they do what they're instructed to by amanda waller nobody dies although there is mentioned uh rick flag does mention to deadshot that nanobites did get into his body mm-hmm. and that if he doesn't do what they say they'll blow him up they'll kill him okay so no one dies but they do threaten that that's a possibility so bomb in the neck is still a very real thing yeah so you don't have to see someone die to prove that it works Mm -hmm. it's just a thing and it's a kid's cartoon yeah so you can't really do that um what i like most about the episode is that the aftermath goes back to the justice league members so normally it's like suicide squad and it's like okay well it's either going to end with the suicide squad still a team or did they disband did they fail did they win what's important because it's the show is called justice league unlimited is that it shows that the Justice League lost. And so 
Aboard the Watchtower, uh, John Jones has discovered that Vance, a member of the bridge crew, passed inside information to Cadmus, a.k.a. Amanda Waller, uh, using an anti-telepathy device that would shield his thoughts from John Jones. Now, John Jones is like their organic hive mind for mm-hmm. all the Just League members. He connects all their thoughts, and he, he keeps a watchful eye over the planet. Um, Vance was just another staff member. He was the mole within the group, leaking the information. Um, and so John Jones has discovered that people are using anti-telepathy devices to uh, get away with crimes, and this scares John. And so John Jones, uh, he's a, he attempts to wipe uh, this staff member's mind, but John Stewart, Green Lantern, he tells him that it's pointless because Vance has already done the leaking. There is no... There's nothing that you can do now. Um, And so the episode is going to end with them declaring that they can no longer trust anyone in the Watchtower. And that is how the episode ends. As we move forward with this universe, it's like it ends on a bad note. Mm -hmm. It ends that the good guys who were kind of like the bad guys in this have lost and this is how they deal with it. It's kind of a dark turn for... And I don't know if it ever gets resolved of them having that trust issue with Inside the Tower. I think it carries on with Batman still being... It's always going to be an issue. Yeah. It'll always be an issue. Because I remember it being a big thing with Batman and Green Arrow butting heads. Which is the fact of them just being like, you don't know how to work on a team. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? You shoot arrows. Mm -hmm. You dress up like a bat. And what... You know, it was... I remember there being a thing. It'll always be an issue. It'll always be an issue because those things are always built on trust. Batman and Superman. It's like, I trust you. I'm a good friend of yours. By the way, I'm still keeping this kryptonite bullet because <laughs> yeah, I, I can't trust you. It's like, it's so weird, but that's why these things fall apart. That's why, you know, you have things in injustice like the insurgency and the regime. And it's those who are willing to sign the Sokova Accords or not kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. And it's Suicide Squad that does that to them. Kind of a cool concept if that had worked its way into the DC Cinematic Universe where it was, what if the Justice League had already done their thing and the Suicide Squad was to infiltrate Justice League and and start that, you know? Like, that could have been a thing. Could have been a thing. Yeah, <clears throat> it's almost like Avengers Age of Ultron if... Instead of Ultron, you had, I I don't even know if Marvel has a Suicide Squad. I guess um, Sinister Six. X-Force. Um, yeah, X-Force. And that could probably be the closest thing. Um, no, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts? Mm-hmm. If they... Yeah, Thunderbolts are the closest thing. If instead of Age of Ultron, there was just a Thunderbolts movie where they infiltrated the Avengers compound. God damn it. If there was a Thunderbolts movie, still have Winter Soldier, Bucky, mm-hmm. Donna Electra. Woo! I guess they kind of do that with Winter Soldier. Woo! They were like, what if Hydra just dismantled all of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. And, and they it, did. And it's like, that's what this does. Mm-hmm. Where they go, we can't trust anybody now. Yeah. So, they I mean, Cadmus it. is always like a big thing. Yeah, you can throw in the word like Task Force X and Cadmus Suicide and Squad Argus. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's like but once you say the words like Cadmus or Argus, then you're like, "Oh, 
big government body <laughs> big uh, big brother yeah that's like oh oh yeah justice league still does their thing but cadmus is still like typically one step ahead mm-hmm. which is weird coming from someone that like batman that runs the justice league being one step ahead of him yeah but that's you know that's something that he would want he would he would be hesitant on this whole justice league thing working as a team but then he's like this is how I keep tabs on you. Mm-hmm. Like this is how I get to uh, inflict my accountability on you guys mm-hmm. without you knowing. Sure, let's be friends, but really, I'm putting this tracking device on all of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's where it starts. The fever, the rage. What's cool about this one is that it gives us. Um, it's similar to a, a heist performance. It is from a the heist. Sus- Justice this League one or Suicide more Squad. So then, yeah, more so than how to pay. Not more so than Assault on Arkham. Mm. All of yeah. them have been more so than the 2016 film as far as heist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we need to get back to. Again, that's just... The- We've been saying in a while, you can't... Most of the time, you can't go wrong with a heist film. Mm-hmm. With a heist storyline, you just... There's something about it. I think it has to do with like the way that it's made up literary. I think because it easily sets up the stakes. It's like it gives you... It automatically gives you acts one, two, and three. And and in a way where you expect the unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And you can also have that unpredictability yeah. aspect to it. You can follow the line of like, oh, this is unpredictable. Of course you didn't see that coming. Yeah. But you could also say, oh, yeah, no, I saw that coming and you did it. But there's a twist to the way you did it. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. There's something about heist films where it's like, you know what to expect. But at the same time, you're expecting... To be unexpectedly like su- surprised or something. Mm-hmm. It, it's there's something crazy, scientifically amazing about heist films. Um, so yeah, it just works. Um, but we've seen that these episodes hundreds of times. How do you feel about this episode before we wrap up for today? Um, I remember enjoying it. I remember revisiting it uh, when I like went back and rewatched like uh there was a point when Justice League and Justice League Unlimited and Unlimited came on the Netflix. Mhm. And it was like when I had my own Netflix account so I was like Psh, cartoons. Um yeah. and there was a time when I was revisiting them and then like I remember seeing the title of Task Force X and I was like, "Oh, cool, this is a Suicide Squad episode." And then it being like the Floyd Lawton mm-hmm. like he's very minimalistic deadshot outfit in this i remember like you, yeah i remember seeing a lot of the, the mustache and yeah stuff. so i remember seeing it and being like oh that's cool but it was probably watching it at a time where it was before the 2016 movie was coming out so, so yeah i mean obviously way before but when i re- years, when i years. when i revisited it it was like oh like one or two years until suicide squad like it was already announced and new 52 was going and i was like oh cool it it was early 2000s and they still added the Suicide Squad. Seeing it was just like, hey, Suicide Squad isn't a new thing. Hey, they've been around since the 80s. Hey, we're just adding the story into it in here. Kind of like the same feeling that I got with the um, Mordred and Morgana episodes of Justice League. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh, this is really cool because Mordred and Morgana is just like a really cool Arthurian mythology. It's mm-hmm. cool to have Etrican involved in it. It's just oh, fun yeah. that the writers like were just like, Yep, this is the Suicide Squad episode. Show me a, a Shazam sequel that has Etrigan in it. Yeah. that's I want to see that character because I think he's great. Um, yeah, my closing thoughts on it is just it was 
good for the time, and I think it's a great story that can be used today. Um, but I do like the evolution Suicide Squad has had um, aesthetically, like especially Floyd Lawton's Deadshot. I like how he has evolved as far as design. Um, Into the Will Smith look? Yeah, the mask and the, the, the Oh, yeah, I like the mask. Yeah. I like the, the eye piece. Yeah. I am a huge fan of Will Smith's, like, all white mask with the eye yeah. piece. That's, that's just great. Um, but, I yeah. Would, I would like to see Plastique. Um, I know that might be a weird character to introduce, but I thought the character was pretty cool, and um, I always like characters like that. I like Ink as well. I really like Ink from Batman Beyond, so. What's the... um. What's the, uh, oh, jeez, what was I just going to say? No, can't remember. Lost it. <laughs> I lost it just then. You have to fix that one as well. But, all right, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. But if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We could join us to talk about today's episode, about the Justice League Unlimited episode, or about yesterday's uh, Suicide Hell to Pay review, Tuesday's episode, which, which we talked about, uh, Batman Assault on Arkham, the other animated Suicide Squad film. And Monday, we also talked about the prequel tie-in comic to the 2016 Suicide Squad film. You can join us there to talk about it, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for Minute 135, our last episode of Suicide Squad. <laughs>